Welcome to Ancient Roots, Modern Paths, exploring Orisha and Ifa wisdom. This captivating podcast will take you on a transformative journey where ancient wisdom meets modern practice. I am your host, Ianifa Ekundayo Ekuntonisin. I'm a devoted student of the West African Yoruba spiritual tradition. Join me on a journey that blends ancient wisdom with modern practice. We'll delve into the sacred teachings that have guided generations for millennia. We'll uncover insights and practices to guide and shape your life path. Subscribe now and join our secret community as we unlock and apply the profound wisdom of Orisha and Ifa to everyday living. All right, excellent. So welcome back to the podcast, Ancient Roots, Modern Paths. I am very, very honored and excited and grateful to be able to have a conversation today with Oloye Fama. Many of you may know her as Chief Fama. Um, I had the opportunity to meet meet with her and greet her in uh, a few months ago at an Odunifa festival in Southern California. And I was just really grateful to be able, Oloye, to 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 see you and, and meet with you. And even more humbled and thankful when you uh, agreed to come on the podcast. And one of the reasons that I, um, as we get started, I'd love to, for, for those of you who, for the people who may not know about your background and your history, and really for me, your impact on the Isheshe Lagba tradition, especially in the diaspora, we'd love to just hear your, a little bit about you, your background, um, as, we, as we get started today. First of all, the gratitude is Mushua when you were giving the honor. That's, that's uh, Mushua. Well, I was born and raised in Yoruba land. Uh, kind of, I was born into a Ogun family. My grandfather was a great uh, older, means uh, aunt, excuse my, excuse my accent. Yeah, that's all. He was, was an older. He was an older and also a brother, an active, an active other, an active a So that's my heritage. At the same time, there is an aspect of this, a distant one that is also Ifa. I was raised by a family member, a aunt, from where I was introduced into, what do you call it, foreign religion. But growing up, there was that urge I couldn't say at the time, but I was never comfortable in the church until uh, teenage years. Teenage years, even the Christian, the Christian belief wasn't that strong, but it was like you had to go to the church. Then at adulthood, that's when I really got convinced that I wasn't meant for the church. Like I wrote in my preface, I had a, this girlfriend and I was going to the church. The church was about a block or two to where I was living at the time. I mean, my girlfriend's uh, father, more or less like my girlfriend was raised in the church. So we were talking about the history of the church and she could have, she kind of told me the story of what happened uh, when two ministers kind of asked some, it's agreement over 
comparison. That kind of decided my decision to just get out of the church. That church was not meant for me. But then I wasn't I wasn't steep in the in the tradition because like I said, I was raised I had my home. So they become a, a point of search and I was searching. I like I like to be I like my current affairs. So I was a, I was a subscriber to one of uh, Nigeria's uh, famous uh, newspaper, and I was reading it. I saw your roomila somewhere in Lagos. I said, you know what? This quickens my search. I don't even have to go to my family, which is about four hours uh, drive at a top speed, Nigerian top speed from Lagos. I might as well go to this temple and start my inquiry there. So that's how I got into IFA. And once I got there, I was like, okay, like what, what I've been looking for. When I got there, I just was like, I drove into it. I was into it 100%. There wasn't no build or if. Fortunately, we are people they are like minded. We say we are modest. We, we you know, you know I mean? If I use the word, I use it loosely. Researchers, we lose it. We're just those frustrated with uh, the foreign religion. Because these are the past on our ancestors. So we started uh, we started a group. Then the group, so our mission was. Now we know what obtains outside. How do we how do we correct that imbalance? So we praise. We came out with uh, you know education, education in the sense of right. So we come out with a magazine, and we titled the Arumila magazine. So I was a a contributor in, of in that of that magazine. So that's that's what started it anyway. So my commitment was just inborn. So I know Loya, you write in your book, which is for anyone who, um, especially those of us who started early, maybe in the late '90s, early 2000s, we might have found this book called "The Fundamentals of Your Religion," um, Orisha Worship, often known. We call it the Green Book. Yeah, and Aloye is holding it up, and I have my copy here as well. Uh, this book uh, was really... A, it, this is a great book. It's an excellent book. Um, the, the book was, for me, uh, at the time, uh, really instrumental in um, opening my eyes, one, to, I think important and accurate information about Ifa Orisha worship, which hadn't been here in the diaspora that available. I know now you're right now you're in um you're in Nigeria where we're recording. So when I started reading it, you know, to that point, I had been told that women, you know, did not have a place uh in in the priesthood of Ifa as Ianifa. We didn't really have an important role. And I remember when I read your book, The Fundamentals of Yoruba Religion, Orisha Worship, the, the, the chapter three was 
your it shared your journey, but also how you Arumila was speaking to you and which led you to your your initiation, I believe, your full initiation in 1988. Um, and from that, people challenged you. So Loyer, they challenged, they said, oh no, you you're, you know, you a woman can't be initiated to to Arumila. So what in you, you then went off and you started, you started to, to work and learn more. So can you share with our listeners what, what you, what actions you started to take when people started to challenge that you, whether you were to have been initiated or where you were actually initiated to Ifa? Well, like I said, when I'm when I raising uh, the tradition, when I'm raising your land, and then at the time I got involved in Ifa, I know that if I is, I won't say it's difficult, but it's time consuming. It's not some reading something from the book. You really have to be in it. You have to invest yourself in it. So once I got involved, it was like, even I pity my children at the time because I did not have the time that I should have spent as a mother with them. I was just everywhere, you know, learning if I, Weekends, traveling out of Lagos, almost traveling all over your nation. Going to learn the values for education, not just me, but in company of the members of Romula Young Side. So I know it's, you really have to devote the time to study. For, so I was into it. More so, when, when, when the challenge was based on my gender and and the gender was, because you are a woman, you are not supposed to be in Ifa. And like I wrote in the book, I had to go to my other world. Baba, did you make a mistake by my initiation? And his response was, uh, I said in the book, I just said, you know what? When I got to the US, I started, I started the, I started, I, I, you know, I, I enrolled, first of all, I enrolled in the community, uh, community college because I didn't have that luxury in Nigeria because of my humble, humble background. From there, I got to the four-year college. So I applied the same thing with Tifa that, okay, because of my gender, it might, I don't consider my, I don't believe that my gender will work against me. I consider my gender is God, is God-given. It doesn't, it doesn't take from my brain. Sure. So the time that I had, I made sure that I devoted it to Ifa. I studied as much as I could. So because almost, Ifa, you read. So almost thirty years, I think, from the time that um, the fundamentals of Yoruba religion, Orisha worship, was published. Um, what do you think is going well regarding women in the tradition? And conversely, what do you think still needs, what would you like to see, you know, being done differently or happening differently with, with women in the tradition? Yeah, I think uh, my presence on the scene kind of relaxed my own people back here in Nigeria. Now, these babas, they're not training their daughters. So they are relaxed like, Maybe maybe my older was uh, my older was education that 
if anyone can point to a particular order that says women should be denied that knowledge. And like the Baba said, until they can do that, and they cannot point it out, so they, can, they should not deny women. So they are more receptive to women. I mean, you know how many people come from the state for initiation here now. So they are open to it. Uh, conversely, like I said, I just have to appeal to sisters back in the US. If I is not a fact, you want to be an effort, it's not a fact. You have to give what it what you have to give it what it requires. The education study, 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 study. I think that is that is um that is something that people you and you said it a, a few minutes ago that you know even for you you were <clears throat> once you once you started on the path that you really dedicated and committed yourself to to your studies to traveling as you said all over Europe land to learn from you know as you talk it as you as you say the the geniuses uh, the babalao who were the geniuses um and the, and really the masters of understanding you know understanding the depth and complexities of of ifa um and so I think, you know, your own life, uh, I would just say for me, again, your own, your own story, your own path, um, and, and the studies that you've, that you've undertaken have been really, again, instrumental in, in helping so many people, not just women, but so many people, both here in the diaspora, in, in, uh, in South Central and Latin America, so in Spanish-speaking countries, like really all around the world, Loye. So I think that it is really important. But the study... It, it requires study for those of us in the diaspora that don't speak the language. It requires study for those, you know, we're trying to, you know, be discerning and, and find those people who can, who are, who are, um, who are masters, who are, who are the geniuses of, of the tradition, I think is, is a, is a, always a work. Um, I know there's a lot of, um, and I'm in one of, one of the groups uh, that you're a part of, there's a lot of discussion about, about, imbalances in political power structure. Um, and so I, I'm curious from your perspective, where, where, like, there's a lot of women's voices that I don't think are included in the power structure, um, both maybe here in the diaspora. And also I think, I, I think in Yoruba land as well, or in Nigeria as a whole. So what do you think, what possibilities do you think are available if women had more balanced leadership roles, so more, more opportunities that their voices were heard? And then does Ifa say anything about this balance? Um, is it something that in your path that you've come across that it's important to have balance and balance even in leadership or balance in, the power, in, the, in those structures that can help support the greater community? Uh, okay, if we talk of a political, uh, if we talk of the political arena, Nigeria is Nigeria. Unfortunately, the colonial, the colonialists had ruined Yoruba nation. A seventy percent of Yoruba nation was carved with Nigeria, and the remaining. The remaining 10% was kind of shot up to with the different nations. So with that, Nigeria may not have a political 
they may not have uh, women. Uh, women may not have a political power because it's not within Nigeria are the Muslims. And I don't, you know, I don't even have to say about what the Muslims represent in the world when it comes to their women. So we have that. We also have Igbos and some other nations that are nice to form Nigeria who treat women differently. But when it comes to the Yoruba, women have always have, a, you know, voices and a political power entrenched in our, in our Asian culture. For one, the culture does not uh, disrespect women. Yoruba democracy includes women. And not only does leaving the political arena, it was like the spiritual aspect was brought into the political arena because any serious political stuff has to have a woman present. I don't know if you are initiated. Are you initiated into Ifa? I am. Was any woman, did any woman, a girl or maybe a girl, a teenager playing role there? There were, well, there were for um, my initiation to Orisha, there were Iyal Orisha everywhere. There was probably 10 women who were, who were there. Um, during my Ifa initiation, there were women, um, there were women around. I don't remember, I don't remember now if there were women actively involved in the initiation process. I don't recall that, but there were women in there were Hold on, while you are being at the body, was there a woman playing any the woman play some part? Uh, Loy, it was so long ago. There were women because the, because there were there were Orisha initiations that happened. So there were the Yala Orisha were all around. I just don't remember now because there was a there was like seven of us that were initiated. So I don't remember now um, yeah. that part that stands out. It doesn't stand out to okay. my mind, but it doesn't mean it wasn't there. Okay. So when it comes to the Yoruba culture, women are not left out politically. They allow women to, you know, women have some, you know, power. It may not be, it's not 50-50. And I'm not sure if it can ever be 50-50. Right. But women are not left out. Women are respected when it comes to the Yoruba democracy, Yoruba nation democracy. But Nigerian democracy, that one is messed up. At my age, I can say it. Not only against women, it just messed up in general. Yeah, sometimes I wonder, I wonder, especially in again, how the tradition has has evolved here in the diaspora. I know in the early 90s, at least my experiences. It was, you know, refrained upon. I mean, it was not, women just were not encouraged, were not included. And I think that may have largely been because of the Lukumi influence here in the diaspora, where at the time, I don't know that it's changed. I don't know if it has changed, but where women were actively, you know, discouraged from, from participation, um, particularly uh, being full initiate, fully initiated to to Ifa. So, um, I'm, I do think that there's, you know, I was curious from your your journey. 
you know, that what you would say, you know, looking forward that you, what, you know, like what's one or two things that you would say that women should, or not women should, but that, that needs to happen. You know, there's the, the saying I've seen, you know, Ifa can, can heal our broken world. And I think one of the aspects because of colonization that still is present today is that women have been excluded in different ways. So I don't know what your thoughts are on, you know, women's, what a, what a woman should do today who's, who's, who's in the tradition or coming in tradition, who maybe who's feeling, you know, that she's excluded or, you know, or people are challenging her. Like, what would you, what, what wisdom would you offer her? Okay. We are back to the same thing. Education, education. I was there when I got to the States, particularly with you, my business there. I wasn't only challenged in Nigeria. When I got to the state, I was challenged. And some Babala, you know, the Babala was there. They walked to my business, Kiliodu. Kiliodu mean, I mean, you, you understand that language? Say it again. Kiliodu. Kiliodu. Yeah, you know what it means? No, I don't. I know Odu, but I don't know Kili. Yeah, Kiliodu means a kind of, that's a personal challenge to me, like, was under which order were you born? It got to a stage that I just kind of prepare myself mentally that okay, you know what? This is not this is not an issue of gender. You want to you want to excuse me? Let's get let's go let's let's take gender out of it. Bring come come clean to the table. What do you want to hear? And then I say okay, if you want to talk if I let's speak if I. So I did not earn the, the respect of those men just because of my gender. I just let them that. I let, I let them know with respect to you, the Bible was over there. Particularly the who challenged me, thank you very much. Because the more challenge, the more I the more I sharpen myself that okay. I say, you know what? Let's leave gender out of it. Let's go here. So gradually, gradually they know that me being if I wasn't for was not far. And I'll be honest with you, that kind of helped me with uh, the book too. It helped me, it helped me start to start this book, Fundamentals of the Religion. So we all we have, have to remember that if I was the, was the, was the domain of men, and it has been the domain of men for thousands of years, so the problem will just open up and accept women today. So we just have to kind of ease in, we respect them, respect what they represent, because I mean, you know, they hold they hold the they hold the information. You you know, to get it, you have to at least give them their honor and respect. Mutual cooperation. Once you let them know that you are not a threat to anybody, I'm sure they will cooperate. So, edu so education, so studying, and I, and I do, I absolutely agree with you. I don't think it's, I think, and I appreciate your, your response, Aloye, uh, because I, I, it, it's, I was in the military here in the U S and 
the one of the most toughest branches of the military and the Marine Corps. And I remember, you know, thank, I you, had, thank you. I thank you for the acknowledgement. Uh, I had to be, I had to study harder. I had to be more physically prepared. I had, because when I walked into the room, I was automatically dismissed until I could basically demonstrate that I had earned the right to be in the room. And so I, I kind of make that connection correlation to what you were just saying is that, you know, and I think women have to be very, have to be mindful that they can determine how they're seen, how we're seen in the world. We can be seen as, you know, using our womanliness to get up, to get, a, to get ahead, or we can, use our wit and our wisdom and our intellect to stand and be able to have the, you know, to, I won't say command respect, that's my military piece, but to have the respect in the room and we can't do it. We have to do it through education and knowing, you know, knowing without a doubt, um, our, you know, being able to chant or do if that, you know, as we grow into that or be able to, you know, perform ceremony or whatever the, whatever it is that we're supposed to do or we're called to do. So I appreciate the answer. It is education. It is hard work. It's not easy. It's more difficult maybe in the diaspora to find the right people or what have you, but it's worth the effort. Uh, and it's a long journey as, as well. Um, so when we spoke in, when we spoke in Los Angeles, in LA, um, you had said something for those listeners who may not know, I don't know when you had a stroke a few years ago now. Um, and you had said to me when we were speaking that your stroke opened up for you, you said a whole nother access to wisdom and knowledge and understanding and, and elevation. And so I would I would really be curious, like how, how your journey, you know, your journey through this or with this, what um what how has your knowledge expanded or your understanding expanded? Like how has that? And then what would you say to someone equally who's had um any type of challenge like this where, you know, the the, the capacities or the abilities that they had have been shifted. Like, what would you say um, to, to them as, as a, as an encouragement? Yeah. First of all, we have to, we have to happen that there is this thing. We're born for a purpose. Everybody in this lifetime, we are, we are born with challenges and but how do we work out? I believe in destiny and sure. particularly with the Nothing happens if you are in Ifa and, and you are not in Ifa for the fact, you are in Ifa for what Ifa is. You you do your Idafa and you do your Ebo. Ifa is not is not Ifa is not sweet stories. It's nice to just enjoy the stories. But you also have to go by Ifa's prescription. If it's Ebo, do the Ebo. And if, if there are other Wisdom attached to the able, make sure you follow through. If you're doing that, whatever challenge, just, just trust your mind that more so if you're getting readings and you are being assured that you're living your destiny. Nothing goes, nothing goes past the one destiny. 
So that's why when I had the stroke, and the thing, you know, it was it went longer than I expected. I said, you know what? There is a purpose in everything that everything that happens to me. There is a purpose. When the when the going was good, I thank you for. And when the roughness came, I said, you know what? You know, in if I would believe that sometimes, if I purposely close a door, more so if another door, if it's ready to open another bigger, better door for you. But if you are if you are clamoring that, don't close that door. You don't know what that door might lead to. So when if I was closing one door, I said, okay, if I go ahead, I'm okay with the with the elevation. And like I mentioned, I was 100% before. Now I'm kind of open to the other aspect. The other aspect, we have the Orisha, we have IFA. And I'm grateful that IFA claimed me first. So now I'm now studying the Orisha. So if this had not happened, I probably would never even. I, no, I, I take out the, the word never. If this had not happened, maybe it would probably take longer for me to even think about knowing, going to the other side of it. And if I ask one something like, and that is, you are not too old to learn, to learn. So if you want to study this everlasting in Nifa. So right now I'm studying, I'm studying the Orishas. And I'm lucky. Blessed that Tifa connected with uh, teachers, good teachers, like he did with Tifa. He has connected with good teachers in the Orisha. So, because there is a, a reason where, I'm, where I am, where I am. I was in my business where two friends came, the Bibala was. Well, now I'm trying to remember his uh, name. Falade in Los Angeles. You probably know him. Passion of Falade, you know him, right? I believe so, yes. Yes. Then he came with another friend. The other friend is, I think it was Bob Above Kekere. Wilson Art. H-E-A-R-D. Just in case, if you ever knew him before he transitioned. So actually they came to they came to they came to see me. And I appreciated. Later on, Baba Fala, Baba Fashino came in and said, What, what about that? What's the other Baba? He said, excuse me, what happened? And this Baba, this other Baba had a stroke from what Baba Fashino told me. His was total. So if I'm still here, I believe that. If I and the have a purpose for having preserved my life, so I'm 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 back on I'm back in the, the Orthodox school, Orthodox school now learning, learning. So that's my goal. So I, Aloy, I didn't I didn't know um, this part. So I think this is really powerful. At at, you know, when many people look at their life and look at their age in particular. And then they say, I can't do anything else. I can't learn anything else. I can't, you know, there's not, I'm too old. It is inspiring and very powerful for you to say that you 
are now learning the Orisha. And that is one of the ways that, you know, uh, that your, that the stroke opens your eyes or opens your heart or opens your, your thinking. So I think that is inspirational for anyone who's listening, who's like, I can't, you know, we get into the, I can't because I'm too old or I'm, I'm this or I'm that. And so the fact that you are embarking on the journey, um, and, 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 and learning more. So it goes back to what you said is that the tradition is always, there's always more to know and to learn. Um, that's certainly what I've learned is the moment that you think you've understood something is the moment that you are <laughs> just, it's like a little drop and then you start going and then it spreads out. And, you know, before you know it, you're like, oh my gosh, I thought I, I thought I knew it all. And nope, it's not, it's not take one thing and you can keep going. So it's very inspiring to hear that, you know, your, 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 uh, your journey of learning and educating and being, and, and being educated, being a student is, um, is still ongoing. That's, that's very, very powerful. So as we get close to, to wrapping up and I, again, I appreciate, so appreciate your, your time and, um, and your energy, you know, if you, you know, you have had this journey up to this point, you've seen many things, you've seen many transition, many, many transformations, um, in, in, in the tradition and amongst people, you know, even your presence here in the U.S. and, you know, that your books are available in Spanish, which means there's more people who have had the opportunity to come to Ifa and Orisha uh, worship tradition. So if you have, you know, the, the, the ability to, to see, to vision, to look, to look forward 20 years from now, um, what would you, what would you wish for or hope, or what would you like to see as it, as it pertains to Ishesha um, Lagba, like what would you, what would you like to see if you vision forward? What are the things that those of us who are just starting our journey, you know, what's the mantle that we can pick up and keep moving forward? What's the, what would you, what would be your vision, um, Oloye? My vision would be love, and then we have to pick up, we have to take off the the fight aspect of it. If I is no fight, neither do we. We have, to, we, have to make, we have to take it serious. Excuse, excuse me if I excuse me for using the word fire. That's my that's my impression. Mm -hmm. So people, I feel that some people take it as a fight. It's never a fight. They have to discipline has to be applied. Discipline, dedication, love. I, you know, I've heard some people say somebody came for a divination and then they say they see dead people. Okay, if people comes out in definition, that means it is within control. And then to go to somebody's funeral and say that you saw you saw the Yuku, well, then you kill that person. Because when you saw the Yuku, you should have handled this, not to come to the funeral and be talking about you saw Yuku. So that is it says. If I eat the original, it's a serious business. You're dealing with life and death, somebody's life. And when they come to you, they come to you believing that you are capable. You do not talk with somebody's life. 
not only life, but you know, you know, things come in different respects. Before I had my stroke, I called my Odu, bless his memory, he's gone now. Actually, I received, I can't, I perceived it, and more, more like a confirmation, I said, excuse me, can you please consult Tifa? And he did. Once he started talking, I said, okay. And it, all my effort, like I said earlier on, definition is not for, is not for entertainment. You have to take it serious. Do the elbow, do the person, do the attitude. Keep the warnings. Whatever I say, don't do. Don't try to do it. No justification. Even, even, even for those who are employed, if if you wake up and you get a read, and if I say, you know what, for one week, don't go to work. I know I'm I'm on the wall. I'm talking to the wall. Please, whoever is not uh, in, the, in the tradition that is listening, don't don't run with this. You have to order, you have to be in the tradition to understand what I'm about to say. If if I say don't go to your job for a week, you don't go. I mean. You know, the stress, we are living in a stressful life. Instead of thinking that if I don't go in a week, those also amount will be lost, also will be deducted from my job. You are alive to think about that. And don't go, don't go somewhere within something, might be to save your own life. But you cannot be wiser than the only child saying, you know what? Don't do it, don't do this. And the priest shouldn't even. Uh, here a client. It's a horrible uh, restriction. If you don't see, don't don't. If you don't see, don't say you see. That's dangerous too. So, lawyer, thank you again for um, your wisdom. Thank you so much for your tenacity. Uh, your um, your tenacity to you know, take when someone told you that you couldn't be part of this, you know, this walk, that your tenacity opened the doors for many, many, many people to be able to say that, that this is a walk that they can take and to study and to learn. So I'm really honored and grateful for you listening and taking that step so many years ago. Uh, and, and your books, you've have you have multiple books actually. I think I have like five of your books. So for those those uh, folks who are listening, um, Aloye's books are available. You can Google Chief Fama. That's typically how people know um, or have have her her name. But um, Aloye, I'm I'm again just so so thankful <clears throat> for you um, and to you. Um, before we before we leave, is there any any last thing that you would like to share with um with our listeners? Yes, I have to give my back to everybody deserving it. I give my back to the babas. Let me start with Obaidu. Obaidu, Baba Fashayo, Alabi, Baba Iba, Baraboyi, and all Arabas. Everybody, I give my honor and respect to all of you. 